Good day, folk. Today's interview is to Pierre Dubal of Port Elizabeth, a long-standing member of the South African pagan community. Hi, Pierre. How are you doing? I hope you and your loved ones are doing well. Thank you so very much for accepting to be interviewed just a few days before Pagan Freedom Day. Now, you and I have never really met face-to-face, but we've known one another online for donkey's years, isn't it? And do you remember, we used to have the South African Pagan site, and then we had this uh, social uh, network that was called Ning. Do you remember Ning? Where we all had our personal pages and, you know, put up our photos and shared about ourselves, our families as pagans. And uh, it was really lovely. Vuya Pagan also had a, a page and so did um, uh, Sapra. And uh, then they went over onto payment and we all migrated to Facebook. Do you remember Ning? Hi, good to hear from you again. Uh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having the, uh, the the interest in my little life story to be able to uh, to be able to share with uh, the the community at large. Uh, yeah, it has been a long time that we've known each other. Hey, like you say, we haven't really met face to face, but that's the uh, the joy of social medias that you can get to know beautiful people um, around South Africa and the world at large um, in our community um, without having to actually, you know, be in the same town or city, should I say, um, and giving myself away from a small town boy. Um, yes, I do remember Ning and Sarpa and things like that. That was the, the, the beginning. And I just moved up to Port Elizabeth back then. So it was important to me to, to make contact with, with other pagans, you know, trying to feel I just got back to my spirituality again after, um, quite a hectic time in Joburg. Um, and I'd actually distanced myself from the, the whole community. So I felt I needed to connect again and and those platforms were great and then like you say when it became paid and we went over to facebook it kind of just opened things up as well so i've always been very open about my my um religious path um i left the church when i was 11 years old and um you know i i found new age and everything like that and then my mother actually asked me what are you into and i told her and she said you know as long as you're not hurting you know back in those days 666 and burning cats and stuff like that <laughs> was like you know if you were into witchcraft that's what you were doing um but um i explained to her what it was and she actually found it to be a beautiful religion and she accepted it and my dad accepted it so i i was out in the open i was out of the 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 the, the witchy closet uh, as it were and i'm quite proud of it one of the things that I really enjoyed about your page was that you and your wife were very, very open. You shared some beautiful pictures of things, you know, that you were made, um, your ritual tables and things like that. And most folk in those days were still hiding things, you know, because we were pretty new to the whole freedom thing and society at large wasn't ready for us yet. Um would you like to share some anecdotes of way back then? (music) 
How would you describe your spiritual path, Pierre? And uh, would you be comfortable enough with giving it a label? I know that nowadays most people really don't like labels because they feel it limits them. But, you know, just so that folk can have a sort of an inkling of um, what your spiritual path is all about, would you be able to give it some sort of label? Uh, as far as my spiritual path is concerned, um, like I said, I left the church when I was 11 years old and, uh, you know, I was asking questions and was told I was going to hell for the questions because, you know, um, I was challenging priests and ideas and the Bible and all that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I, I studied all different kinds of religions, um, you know, and then a couple of friends and me got together and we started it with the, the new age. We discovered new age. And um, yeah, that was a wild roller coaster ride of um, channeling things and doing all kinds of crazy things. And yeah, we were just messing around with, with things we knew nothing about. And then finally, I discovered paganism, witchcraft. And um, you know, my parents were always very worried about me. Um, and then I sat down with my mum and I actually explained what you know what the 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 this path was all about and it's you know nature and you know it's a it's a very old religion and she's welsh so she it kind of resonated with her and her and my dad accepted me for what i was so um that you know since then i've been very open about my religion um i'm i'm not i'm not um shy to start tell people i'm pagan and to explain what it is i've always been an advocate for paganism and what it is and i've actually lost a lot of friends because of that um, like I said, as, as far as putting myself into a box, um, I don't also like boxes, but um, it, I would suppose I would call myself eclectic. Um, like I said, I've studied Buddhism and Hinduism and Islam and all of that and um, all the little side religions as well, you know, all the little branches of, of paganism, uh, including Crowley's work and, um, of course, uh, uh, Gerald Gardner and um, um, Buckland. Um, that was actually one of my first introductions to, to paganism was Ray Buckland's book. And... Um, yeah, I would I would probably describe myself as being um, eclectic. Um, I take little bits and pieces from everything um, to make it kind of my own. Um, I like being original. I like I don't like following you know um, the norm. I'm not a sheep. Um, <laughs> um, but I I do I do class myself as being pagan and eclectically pagan. I'm not a Gardnerian strictly or, or 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 you know a Crowley strictly or anything like that. So it's like the broad base of um, paganism because I take a little bit from from Africa as well. I mean, I believe we live in Africa. We are working with African energies. So uh, you know, I burn in Pepu and I have you know African bird feathers and you know I make my wands from African wood. I don't go out and try and find elm and oak and things like that because that's not indigenous to South Africa. I don't believe those energies work here. I feel people work too much with the older things but like they're trying to follow their roots you know which is great but you've got to be who you are in this lifetime as well what is your opinion about folk creating their own traditions um and um you know trying to reclaim old traditions 
Um, I believe very, very strongly in in creating your own traditions and in, in, in reclaiming older traditions. I believe that um, Gerald Gardner, bless his soul, and, and Ray Backlund and things like that, they did sort of look into the older religions. They did take from the older religions and stuff like that, but they very much created what, what I mean, they did the same thing. They were creating what was pertinent to them at the time in the, in the, the 20s and the 30s. Um, I do believe in 2021 we need to, um, you know, create our own realities. So I always tell people on on you know on these uh, Facebook groups. Um, I belong belong to quite a few Facebook groups, you know, for especially for for beginners. I like helping beginners out, and they ask all these silly questions and can I do this and can I do that and all that kind of thing. And I just tell them if it resonates with you, if it feels good to you, then that's what you need to do. You can't. Um, do what other people are doing because that's that's their thing you need to create your own little world um I'm, i believe magic and and witchcraft is is creating your own little magic world around yourself um and using that energy to your advantage so yeah um i do strongly believe in creating your own rituals and 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 um things like that um you know it's got to resonate with you when were you first introduced to the magical community and how did this come about? Was it a book? Was it someone that you met? Would you be able to share some stories with us? Yeah, as for my my uh, introduction into the magic world, um, like I said before, I was into the new age and dabbling quite a lot in some strange things. And then um, I was kind of floundering, um, you know, a little group broke, broke up and um, I mean, as young kids do, we fight. And I was studying art um, at college and um, I met a group of people that were quite into, you know, we were a little way out and we were a bit weird and freaky. Um, I mean, we grew up in Balcom, so, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> story for another time um but we met this guy from joburg and uh he was into witchcraft um and he he actually introduced us and you know he he said well if you're interested here's some books and he gave me um gerald gardner's not gerald gardner sorry um ray buckland's uh, book on witchcraft complete um book on witchcraft and I was blown away. I, I was like almost brought to tears because I, I'd always felt that, you know, whenever I was young, when I was a kid, I used to pick plants and, you know, like play witchy witchy, um, in, you know, in my own, in my own little world. And um, when I found witchcraft, I was like, I was blown away. And immediately I, you know, said, I want to join your, your, your coven and everything like that. Um, I was initiated in 1996. It was 95-96 New Year's um, in Heidebeersport um, on the side of a mountain in the garden area in tradition, you know, naked, blindfolded, uh, abound um, at a, a point of the FM. So that was really, you know, it was it was a profound uh, um, initiation and entry into the the, the, the magical world. Unfortunately, it turned out that his, um, yeah, he was on the wrong path. Uh, he was his path was a little bit too dark for mine. I was getting into it, wanting to help and heal and, you know, spread love and light. And uh, his his path was a little bit darker, um, and involved lots of drugs. And unfortunately, um, so I had quite a 
few bad experiences there and then got out and ran um, and didn't really, you know, paganism was always there in my heart. Um, and it wasn't until I'd moved up to PE and kind of reconciliated with myself more than anything else that um, my wife got me a pagan book. Um, it was a beginner's book, but that was enough to kind of just, you know, uh, restart my, my journey again. Way back then, we commenced by reclaiming um, our freedom and um, by performing for public Sabbath rituals at cross quarters and, you know, publishing issues of a small newsletter at the solstices and equinoxes. This was our attempt, you know, to connect to the greater pagan reality out there. What was happening in PE in those days? Sure. Yeah, PE's always been a, a sleepy little town, eh? Hey? Um, you know, I, I like I said, I grew up in Valcom and then moved up to Joburg and um and then and then down here. And um PE has always been oh, very, very backwards. Um it's 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 quite uh, for trumped for a lack of a better word. Um, very backwards and it's quite sad because there's so much beautiful energy here obviously from the sea but the rock is cut with with the most beautiful um, quartz um, all the way through through PE I mean I've walked literally walked around PE in in some of the valleys because we've got a beautiful valley running right through the middle of the of the the, the, the city um, that's left completely untouched it's a it's a um, protected area and um, it's absolutely stunning. And I mean, I've actually walked and picked up crystals, beautifully formed crystals, um, just lying on the ground. Um, it's such a beautiful uh, uh, energy in PE, but the community at large is very recluse. Um, like I've, I've approached other pagans and go, hey, merry meet. And they look at you funny and they go, beg your pardon. And I'm like, I'm also pagan. They go, okay. And then they walk away and you're left you know kind of holding your you know uh yeah <laughs> feeling quite quite spare um so yeah um I, I wish that you know i've actually tried to get pagans together and we have gotten people together but personalities always clash and this one wants to do something this way and that one wants to do something that way or their their ideas are way 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 out, out of line with mine so i've actually just pulled myself back a little bit as well. I do have pagan friends like um, um, Melanie and um, and the like, you know, but we we kind of communicate every now and then, but we do our own thing still. I also know that you folk had children. Did you raise them in your craft or did you introduce them to it later or did you give them a choice, you know, to um, pick between what the world follows or what you follow yes um you're right we we do have a, a son he's now 15 years old his name is einen ridach um, which is a terribly old welsh name but um excuse me but yes uh we we raised him pagan in a sense that when he was younger we 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 brought him into our circles and we gave him little parts in the circle and stuff like that as he got older, though, um, to about five or six, um, like sort of more cognitive kind of uh, age, you know, we had um, my, my wife's family was very, very, very Afrikaans and extremely Christian. 
and we didn't want you know we we had come out um in our own rights but not to the family you know my wife wanted to keep it they would never have understood they would have uh, disowned her immediately and tried to take the child away and you know that that would have been that bad so we we allowed him to go to church with the family and uh, he loved it he loved the band and you know the singing and you know little kids and he was great and got friends and all that kind of thing but it got to an age where he started naturally i think he was about seven or eight years old and he started naturally um asking the questions and you know obviously being in the AGS church which is very very verkrampt um just wasn't getting his you know the answers and being shut down and being looked at funny and told no we don't ask questions like that and um he came home and we were always quite open about ourselves and we we you know we sit we, you know we, we didn't really keep it a secret from him or anything like that but didn't really in, in, engage him and in, or in, include him in it and then he started asking about our religion and we openly told him and he came home one day and said daddy i want to be your religion i don't want to be that religion anymore and we said are you sure and he said yes and he's been pagan ever since um quite proudly so he's he's even more out there than me but um you know always wanting to wear his pentagram and everything like that we didn't really introduce him until now a little while back where we actually on the sabbath we actually set a circle and we did the whole ritual with him and explained the quarters and all that kind of thing because he's now 15 like i said he's a little bit more complimentous as far as that kind of thing is concerned you know he's not going to go and tell his friend oh we did this and we did that and freak everybody out um because people like i said and people in pe are very very backward they wouldn't understand um the school that he's in is actually christian based um because it's a it's a remedial school he he was on ritalin and all that kind of thing so he does need a little bit more attention as far as schooling is concerned so this is the school we could find that was it's best suited him but they are very very christian but we've told them that we are pagan that we are not um christian at all but he has to attend bible class and everything like that and he's challenged the teacher a couple of times and we said just rather just go with the flow so yeah he is very very proudly pagan and um busy learning we've given him books and all that kind of thing so he's learning on his own pace as well Pia what is your spiritual vision is it rooted in this spirituality of magic of the ancient ones and the gods the imminent life force and do you at all see your work as teaching and make, making magic the art of empowering yourselves and others um through these rituals um, uh, magical workings um intuition um scrying all these skills that deepen our strength both as individuals and as a community to voice um our concerns about the world about the planet in which we live in and you know the way that we have abused it and to bring our birth vision um of a new culture a pagan culture to the fore yes my my belief system is oh it's really ancient it's <clears throat> you know i my my when i 
see energies and I see the world, it kind of goes right back to sort of Big Bang Theory kind of kind of thing. Because that's when it, when the energies were born, but uh, you know the energies of the Earth. Anyway, that's when the journey of the Earth started. Um, I always look back to you know when when mankind mankind came you know was living in caves and you know you know actually Cro-Magnon man was born kind of thing. Um, the the religions and even further than that, the religion um, I believe of the earth was born then. You know, living with 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 nature, living with the the seasons, um, um, venerating the moon and the and the sun as as god and goddess, um, and the earth as well, um, because that's where the energies came from. You know, the, um, the that's that's you know that was our mothers and our father and you know. Um, even the, the 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 native I, I resonate very much with the Native American um, uh, religions, you know, like um, even the rocks are your brothers and sisters and things like that, because we are part of the earth. Um, as far as magical works, um, I must admit, I, I've I've kind of uh, yeah, I, I haven't really practiced um, as much as I'd like. Um, you know, life gets in the way when you're making other plans. Um, I don't really do the, as many rituals and as ma much magic as I'd like to do. Um, I am now working for myself, so I do have the the, the, the time to do it now. Um, I, I very much believe in educating myself and, um, you know, getting myself right, because I do still have a lot of baggage that I need to sort out. Um, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm very, very close to, to that point. Um, but I've never wanted to, like that gentleman that got me into paganism, I've never wanted to kind of go out and try and be a teacher and lead people astray because of my baggage. So I believe, you know, knowledge comes with, with, with age. Um, I'm now 40, almost 46 years old. So um, I do believe I'm ready to step into that role um as such but i believe it needs to happen organically as well what i do personally is i do uh, i'm a reiki master so um i see um various clients you know from all walks of life and in my reiki practice i try and um enlighten people as much as possible to the energies of the earth and to the energies of um the community and uh, you know of the, the universe and things like that to try and open their minds to be more conscious people um in themselves um that's my that's my um way of of helping the the world and the conscious the the the, the 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 consciousness move forward um by helping you know one person at a time like i said it is getting to a point where i'd, I'd like to start doing workshops and things like that and i do present myself as a um alternative religion uh a reiki master um you know um i don't i don't go out and say oh, i'm a witchcraft i practice witchcraft and i practice um reiki because obviously <clears throat> I, w I would lose a lot of clients but um i don't i don't hold back uh, you know i don't um, tell them that i'm christian at all um, but having said that, there's obviously nothing wrong with it. But um, yeah, I do believe that we do need to start doing more. Um, well, myself anyway, um, as far as the global consciousness is concerned. 
The rites of passage represent the significant stages of life within modern witchcraft that are marked by rites and ceremonies. How important are these rites in Europe and in a society that, you know, no longer has these uh, milestones? The Jewish community still hold bar mitzvahs and so on, and the African folk still have, you know, the initiatory rites such as um, circumcision, etc. How important is it to welcome a child into the craft community and how important it is to celebrate the coming of age for a girl and a boy and uh, you know to honor the transition between childhood and teenagehood and you know this adolescent phase in which they develop um, all the physical body workings of um, being a man and a woman you know is it important to mark these with a ritual, to honor these. Um, what is your opinion on it? I really do enjoy the the ideas of, you know, like you say, of the, especially with the Africans, where they have the, you know, the, the boys go out into the bush and stuff like that. I don't always agree with everything that they do there, but it is sort of like a, a, um, um, a marking you know like a, a ritual that they go through it's like you know uh just now you're distinguished from you're not a boy anymore you're a man um i personally don't do anything like that or i'm not involved in anything like that um like but then again that's just through lack of 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 being part of a community as such um we've we're very much um recluse and and uh, you know we very much keep to ourselves um as far as that kind of thing is concerned i would love to be more part of a community and i always feel that if i lived in a place like cape town um or johannesburg then you know that the communities are more close-knit and they kind of stick together they yeah, you know they do things together where in PE like I said I've tried to organize things like that and they've just fallen through um, as far as myself is concerned I do very much believe in that kind of thing and I do um, now my son is turning 16 in, in, in September and I am planning something like that um, for him you know just to kind of mark um, you know that transition from being a boy to being a man but that would be a, a personal family thing that wouldn't really be, you know, part of a, a community as such. What I particularly enjoy about uh, the pagan community is that we welcome all genders, all traditions, all races, all ages, all sexual orientations. And um, all of these different life situations and different backgrounds Um enable us to increase our diversity and to develop more understanding. We strive to make our interactions, be it online as well as face-to-face, -face, we try and make them more accessible, as I just said, but also more balanced. How can our communities interact with one another, demonstrating that we're all worthy of respect, all worthy of having our own opinions, and autonomous to do as we please. 
Yes, I do love the that the you know the pagan community is like you say very open and very honest and well, most of us, um, and and um, very accepting. Um, I have come across some some really nasty people in in the community at large. Um, I'm talking now international community. Um, I've you know I've come across some people uh, on. Um, uh, international uh, pages on Facebook that can get quite nasty about you will do this and you will do that and you will do the other, um, which I gets my back up a little bit because I do believe it's a very personal thing at the end of the day. Um, there are people that, that practice um, Northern Hemisphere um, uh, rituals, you know, in the Southern Hemisphere and all kudos to them, you know, if they want to if they want to do that, then that's great. I I follow the the, the 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 you know the the seasons of the country I live in, um, but I would never ever think to call them out. Um, and yeah, that it it is it is more accepting than than any of the other um, religions out there. Um, I've seen you know other religions are like oh you can't be this and you can't be that. You know if you're if you're gay you can't be part of us and you know if you're black you can't be part of us and whatever. Um, where we are a lot more open. I see, especially on the South African um, uh, witches' pages, there are a lot of a lot more African people that are joining us, which is great. I find it absolutely stunning because then they can bring their um, cultural influences into um, our Western um, cultural influences, and we can kind of it's a beautiful melting pot, um, if you will. Um, so yeah, it's um, I, I love being pagan in South Africa in this day and age. It's it's absolutely a beautiful thing. Pia, do you have any particular message that you'd like to convey to the pagan community at large? Sure, no, that well, that question kind of catches me off guard. <laughs> um, I wouldn't really have any advice for for for, for the pagan freedom movement. Um, I think the work that you guys do. Um, in the movement as well as the uh, Pagan Rights Alliance and, play, and you know, pages like that and, and movements like that are absolutely salt of the earth. It's, I mean, you guys are doing such amazing work, um, so much so that I'd actually like to get more involved with, with those movements and with those, um, those pages and with those uh, uh, activities. Um, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't really have any advice. What you do guys are doing are absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, that's just my take on it. Well, Pierre, we would love to have you on board. Now, I don't know if you and your family ascribe to the read as a code of conduct, but, you know, just as a topic of conversation, the read states that and as it harm none, do as thou wilt. It is a cornerstone of modern Wiccan philosophy, and it is one of the few laws that is universal within all Wiccan traditions. However, the interpretation of the meaning of the reed is not universal at all. Many interpret the reed to mean that one should never perform any action that is harmful to another, and that includes uh, oneself as well. And others feel that uh, self-defense is allowable, but should be the last means of dealing with um, any gruesome situation or difficulty. 
Do you feel that the reed refers instead to finding the true will of the inner divine and then following it with compassion towards all? Or do you believe more that the reed is connected to the threefold law, a concept of getting back what you give out? Yes, um, as far as the reed is concerned, my my family and I do follow it. I have always followed it. But I do believe it's circumstance does dictate, you know, what you, you know, what you, uh, how you interpret it. Um, I do believe we are, I mean, our core essence is spirit, um, having a human existence. So, you know, we, we, we are spirits and we do need to bring more of the spirit essence into the, the human ex experience. So I do believe in that, you know, um, being kind to others and turning the other cheek when, you know, when slapped kind of thing. Um, it's not always necessary to re retaliate. Um, sometimes people are just going to be people um, and you've got to understand where they're coming from. But it also depends on how far it goes. Um, I do believe if your, your livelihood or your family um, or your life is threatened, then you do need to take um, action against something like that, but not in a malicious way. It has to be done in a very controlled, um, um, thoughtful process, you know, not just <clears throat> cursing somebody for looking at you funny or for calling you a name. Um, and then also, you know, how, what, what, I mean, you you always gonna look at what consequences you're gonna you're gonna incur. Um, you you you. I do believe in the threefold law, but it's not as black and white as you know. Um, you do something bad, and it'll happen three times back at you. It it's 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 not linear. It it's uh, you know it's a very fickle thing. You know, I've I've seen people do really really bad things, and nothing happens to them. Um, and that'll probably catch up to them in a, in the next lifetime. Um, so I don't I don't believe in um, being um, <clears throat> too nasty with people when they're nasty with me kind of thing, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I would defend my my family um, to the death if need be, uh, if 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 they if if it is ever threatened. Now, I'm not sure if you believe in reincarnation. I'm not even sure if I believe in reincarnation. But basically, do you believe in the return of the soul uh, to another physical body after death of, you know, of this current body? Um, they say that the soul is considered to enter into many physical lives in order to gain knowledge and wisdom. And as one grows as a spiritual being, the need to reincarnate in the material world lessens until one is released from the wheel of rebirth. Okay, there's a little bit of Eastern philosophy there as well, um, but which I believe was widespread through the ancient world. What ultimately becomes of the soul varies according to the various traditions, you know, be it in witchcraft as well as other world religions. In one of the popular verses found 
in witchcraft known as the legend of the descent of the goddess, there is a reference to witches being reborn again within their own family lines. The verse states, you must return again at the same time and at the same place. You must meet, know, remember one another and love again. In Charles Leland's The Etruscan Roman Ways, he writes in the introduction that sorcerers and witches are sometimes born again in their descendants. What is your opinion of this, Pierre? Yes, I very much do believe in, in reincarnation. Um, I, I believe that we are souls um, that that get keep get kept on being reincarnated and in each incarnation we are here to learn different lessons um you know sort of i always say to people i explain it like it's like going through school you know you start off in a lower life form whether it's uh, i wouldn't say dog or a cat because i believe they're quite quite high life forms as well um but you work your way up um and i i mean i've met some people that are when you look at them you're like yo this person's uh, a young soul <laughs> if you put it like put it nicely um you know just as far as consciousness is concerned but maybe that's their path maybe that's the lesson they have to learn in that incarnation um i haven't really read any of the the the, the materials that you were talking about um i will definitely go and look that up and go and give it a read i do believe that we are reincarnated into um, circles of energies of um, you know I believe that I've known my my wife for millennia um, the same with my son um, and there are various people that I've met that it's like you meet them and you instantly connect your spirits instantly connect and that person transforms your life within you know um, a couple of weeks of meeting them and then um, so I always believe that those energies were meant to meet up and we go around in our lifetimes just connecting with those energies that we have connected with before to kind of give them a little push um, or a little um, direction when when they need it the most it's not to say that you know um, a, 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 a previous engagement from another lifetime will be in your life all the time you know they might just be there for a week or even a day just to kind of guide you go hey you're in the wrong direction you need to go in that direction um, I do believe there are spirits that 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 go through incarnations together as sort of like a cluster um, helping each other through through lifetimes um and that is my purpose on this earth i know is to help others um i was born to help i was born to serve so that is now obviously my lesson that i need to learn in in this incarnation but yeah i definitely do believe in reincarnation um there's too many too much evidence um you know that 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 proves it um that of his existence so and i've always believed in it uh, my father as well who was quite christian he he also um dabbled in and and learnt about like the akashic halls and stuff like that and i remember when i was younger we used to speak quite a lot about that so um from a young age i've always believed in it yes a sabbath is a term for the eight seasonal festivals um of the year According to Doreen Valiente, 
The origin of the word may come from the Dionysic rites in which Dionysus was also known as Sabatius or Sabatius. The celebrants of his mystery tradition cried out Sabai or Evoi Sabai. And she postulates, you know, that this cry was what eventually led to the Sabbaths being called Sabbaths. Well, nowadays, the Sabbaths comprise the wheel of the year. Um, this wheel is based largely upon the ancient solar rites of pre-Christian European religion, what we believe was done before. Do you think that way back when in ancient times that there was some form of organized religion rites rituals or were they just simply um, rites of respect and honor being done at certain times of the years because of festivals and solstices equinoxes and so forth um, I've never really read any of that. Like I said again, um, um, you you find me wealthily um, uneducated in in all of these things. Um, I do believe that there there will always be those out there that that want to mislead people and use religion um, against people. Um, you know that that's the one reason why I have never really gotten to involved in 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 leadership because I know um not that I'm scared of it but I know that when you start becoming a leader and things like that you can kind of control people um to a sense that especially as far as religion is concerned because people want to belong they want to believe in something greater than themselves and if somebody knowledgeable comes out and and you know and says all these wonderful things and everything like that and um, comes up with these great concepts and everything like that. People actually live themselves into that. And you can very, very easily mislead people into that kind of thing. Um, I feel that it was completely wrong about, obviously, um, what was done there. Because I believe we are here to live. I'm very, 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 very much against violence. Um, you know, I love the old age and, you know, um, all of that kind of thing. But the one thing that I didn't like about it was the the level of violence back in those days. And um, I do believe it was completely wrong to, to do, like you say, to do people into uh, believing in a reincarnation, just that they would be fearless in battle. Um, that's, that's completely wrong. Now, Samhain is said to mean summer's end. And it's the first day of winter in the old Celtic year, marking the end of one season and the decline of daylight and the beginning of the year in very many traditions, pagan traditions, as well as the festival of the dead. Sound is just around the corner, a couple of days after um, Pagan Freedom Day. What would you and your family be doing for uh, Samhain? Yes, um, Samhain is always um, one of the more important um, um sabbats to us um like you said is the traditionally the the beginning of the year as well um you know time to kind of look at family and um kind of rethink what the the year was like and uh you know give thanks for all the blessings that you received and all that kind of thing through the year um and then kind of just kind of regroup and um 
concentrate on on the future and see where you're going and kind of make start making plan for like you say when things start coming to life again to you know to kind of um, make hay while the sun shines if you will um, as far as my family is concerned we normally um, just do a quiet little ritual at home um, you know we set our circle and we have a, a little feast afterwards and just enjoy the day for, for what it is, you know, just enjoy the energies and enjoy each other and um, um, just kind of, you know, mark the day with, with, with loving family and thinking of those that have gone before and um, giving thanks to the energies that they did give to us as well. Thank you so very much for taking the time off to answer all my questions, my funny questions at times. But I feel that there are questions that will deepen um, the gnosis of, you know, the listeners, those who are perhaps even beginning on the path, you know, and to have the experience of someone who's walked this road for such a long time. I think it will be very beneficial. Thank you very much. And um, a happy Pagan Freedom Day to you and blessings to you and your loved ones. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. Um, my message to the Pagan community at large would be a very, very big thank you. Um, thank you for being courageous to follow the path of the old and of the new. Um, thank you for being beautiful souls and enlightening yourselves and enlightening others in enlightening yourselves. Because I always believe that when you enlighten yourself and you raise your vibrations, you always raise the vibrations of everybody around you. And I've always found that, you know, when when I was always a little bit fearful, not fearful, but a little bit skeptical of of speaking my truth in front of people whenever i have it has had always a, a profound um um experience in their lives so don't ever be scared to be who you are um don't ever be fearful of your religion or your beliefs because we are the way of the future and we need to raise our vibrations and raise the vibrations of the earth and of the community at large let alone the pagan communities to make this world a better place um so thank you all from the bottom of my heart for for being beautifully you and that ladies and gentlemen was pierre de bell from port elizabeth in south africa stay tuned and happy pagan freedom day Mare dro
Tu mi demandes, tu...